Always be clear where you get your conservative talk. The St. Louis Business Journal is now reporting that liberal billionaire George Soros is the largest shareholder of Odyssey. The parent company of KMOX and 97.1 Talk. Soros' maneuver raises critical questions about the future of media ownership and influence. Money and attention is power. And when he has the money and he controls what's on the radio stations, he's going to be able to control the mind. Potentially hundreds of millions of Americans. St. Louis's trusted source and number one. Number one. For conservative talk. This is News Talk STL. There's no telling where love may appear Something in my heart just keeps saying oh, Wrong verse, sorry Find some place is here Welcome to, welcome back to Columbo and Katie A serious news talk program Very serious That's what we are Look I'm at these two things, dueling yeah, Trump side and Biden. By side. We, yeah, talked about this earlier. Again, perfect uh, reason to make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss anything that happens here on the show. Talking at the beginning of the show about uh, Joe Biden making his trip to the Texas border today and Donald Trump scheduling a trip at the exact same time and how the Texas Border Patrol Union put out a statement today on Twitter literally telling Joe Biden to keep their name out of his mouth. And that's what it said. Attention, Joe Biden, Mm -hmm. during your visit to Texas, keep our name out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. That is so great. It's wonderful. And if you missed the story, just make sure you check out the beginning of today's show on our podcast or on one of our live streams, which you can always go back and watch on the Facebook page, the Twitter page, the Rumble page, News Talk STL, and all of those places, and also the Colombo and Katie YouTube channel. And joining us now on the line is the host of the Randy Tolber Show every Saturday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. here on News Talk STL, the great Dr. Randy Tolbler. Doc, how are you? Doing well. I, uh, I'm interested in the venues that the two uh, presidential candidates chose. Well, Interesting how they how they pick those, isn't it? Yes, and Katie brought up a, a, a great point earlier. Not not only am I interested in the venues, the reaction yes that they that each of them receive when they get down there the the greeting that they get because there were people like booing. Audibly booing Biden. Yes. <laughs> he landed at the airport. They had signs being yeah. like, "Why are you here?" Yeah, and uh, I think Trump is being uh, is being greeted in a much more positive fashion than uh, than the president is. So I wanted sadly, to, yeah, sadly, I I don't know if they were those had to be citizens and ranchers and mm-hmm. uh, first responders and city officials and ordinary folks, but if they were unfortunately being. Uh, paraded in front of the illegals, I think it would be exactly the opposite. Well, Everyone loves Joe Biden yeah. if you're an illegal alien. The illegals, yes. This country with mass parole. Whoa, 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 Doc. Watch your language on this show. What did you just oh, call sorry. them? Oh, is, illegal is the aliens? After us? Illegal <laughs> aliens? Did you hear? Yeah, I'm sorry for you. Yeah, I'm sorry for using foul language. So I'm sorry. Did you did you hear the reason that that's the reason this is extra funny is because we were all talking about this earlier today. There's a new bipartisan Biden's down there hawking this new bill, this bipartisan uh, border bill, and the language in the bill and this and the White House rolled this out earlier today, and the White House is already using this term. And it's not just a term that KJP or Biden or somebody at the White House is just using to use. It's the language in the bill. It's 
It's not been illegal aliens forever. It's they even stopped illegal immigrants to just immigrants. The new term being used by this White House for illegal aliens is newcomers. It's in that's how no. that's the that is the terminology okay. in the bill. The the GOP uh, the the uh, the House GOP uh, group put out a statement on Twitter today talking about how this is unacceptable and ridiculous that the White House is now classifying illegal aliens as newcomers. That's the new term that you're going to hear over and over again. Just watch. Well, after all, they just want to have pregnant people come across. The <laughs> oh, that might have been the other and, one. Exactly. A birthing and person deliver, birthing and deliver a baby who will be assigned something at birth and who can then chest feed oh. on oh. a person who, I mean, you know, how we can take this to such absurd extremes. You know, I don't know whether they already have over things like that or whether to be just laugh at it. It is so outrageous and so absurd. It, it truly is. Uh, Doc, I wanted to ask you from the uh, perspective of a medical doctor. It's so I'm so glad we have you today. We previewed this yesterday. It was announced yesterday sort of as, as a surprise uh, that Joe Biden was heading to uh, Walter Reed for a physical. It was not something that was that was talked about before he was just doing it. It was kind of a surprise announcement from the White House. And the uh, the results of that physical are in. And the president has been declared by his physician, quote, a healthy, robust 81-year-old. That is, uh, I to read the rest here. President Biden is a healthy, active 81-year-old male who remains fit to successfully execute the duties of the presidency to include those as chief executive, head of state, and commander-in-chief. That's that's the official statement from the White House physician, uh, Dr. Kevin O'Connor. Doc, uh, I I know Dr. Kevin O'Connor is a doctor, but I don't need a doctor to tell me that there's something wrong with Joe Biden because it's so. Yeah, well, Dr. O'Connor should probably be drinking less Guinness on the job. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So as a doctor, right? I mean, I don't want anyone to call me. I'm not defaming Dr. O'Connor. Look, it truly I mean, that's an appointed position. Mm-hmm. And I think we could expect that there's going to be a bias towards a, a more healthy diagnosis. It's sad to see. You know, I was really, I'm so miffed why Dr. O'Connor has not submitted the president to what would be pretty standard. You know, depending on the age, I think a lot of folks think it's a good idea to start doing it. Oh, 60-ish, maybe 55, depending on family history. Um and it's something called the MMSE. There are other versions. It's called the Mini Mental State Exam. And, uh, you know, Trump talked about it. One of the components is recalling uh, some objects that you're given. Um, others are, you know, uh, subtracting backwards. It's called serial sevens. You know, you start at 100, subtract seven, subtract seven. Um, you know, speaking back a phrase. There's things. And, and it gives you just a rough, you know, bird's eye view of you know, how the person's doing cognitively. There are other variations on this test. But that, that really is not an unreasonable thing to expect. And, you know, if, if, if you wanted to codify it, it would make sense to say, hey, I think it, it would be a Nikki Haley light. But I'd say, you know, hey, um, you know, we would encourage people who are candidates for president at Social Security age or beyond to take this test, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think it's not an unreasonable expectation. After all, we ask them for their tax returns. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Dr. O'Connor did uh, address that the call for cognitive tests uh, a, a couple of months ago when he put out the statement that 
he doesn't need to test him because Joe Biden proves every day with his decision making and his actions as president that he has the cognitive wherewithal. And I would say that that is exactly wrong. Yeah, Tony, I think that he was reading from KJP's notes. Yes. He got his notes mixed up there somehow. Yeah. They got it mixed up in the White House. You know, they got they got crossed because she says that all the time. And I mean, I you know, how can a guy like that live with himself when he witnesses what we witness daily on the TV? All you have to do is take a good look at the Robert Hur report. And, you know, you've got to question what's going on. I mean, is it dementia? Is it medication? He's on a lot of medications. But certainly the the drifting off into, well, you know, almost uh, it seems like now daily one or more of his statements ends up in, well, anyway, because he just doesn't yes. know where to go. There's nothing yes. left mm-hmm. there. It's vacancy. He did it with Seth, Seth Myers. We were talking about that Seth Myers interview yeah. earlier this week. He does. He says he'll do like a well anyway, or he'll his other his other um, safety net catches. He'll say like, oh, I don't want to get started. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. He'll say he'll say, oh, well, you know, all the things that Donald Trump does that are so bad, and you know, this yeah. Republican Party, and uh, you know, all the all the the policies that are, you know, uh, I, I I don't want to get started. That's how he that's how he saves it. That's how he saves it because he has no idea what he's talking about. He was you, no, really when you see bad. these pictures yeah. today of him in Texas, he's walking along these these agents on the ground there in Texas, and his his mouth is hanging wide open, his and his footing is and real his, bad. Yeah, he's he's walking really slow, and just looks like he's struggling with every step, and his eyes are just not focused on anything. It's just like his mouth is hanging yeah. wide open. And he's not. He's not looking at anything. He's so yeah. obviously out of it. Out of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Perfect. What you know, one of the one of the things that every physician, every nurse practitioner, PA, you know, everyone, everyone who practices and does a physical exam, one of the most important things on a physical exam, and it's not, it's not a high tech thing. It's not a, it's not that even that precise. But you can't put a number on it, like a, a reflex or a heart rate or a, or a murmur uh, level. It's the general appearance. That's the first thing that you that you discuss when you're doing a physical exam. You know, disheveled white male in no acute distress. Um, you know, inattentive white male who uh, has problems with recall. You know, you, you make sort of a general global assessment of how the person not only appears, but their demeanor, their, their affect. Um, and, uh, you know, whether they're a good historian or not, often that's something we mention, particularly if it's if, uh, if, if they have difficulty recalling their medical history or elements of it. Um, and, and I just, I, you know, all you have to do is look at the general appearance, that very top of the fold, um, you know, part of the exam with Joe Biden. And anyone that looks at that guy knows that that's just not in and you compare him to previous. That's why you trend it from year to year to year. And that's why continuity of care with the same doctor is important. If we, well, didn't Obama say we could do that and then we couldn't have our doctor? But that's another issue. (laughs) But you notice from year to year, things change. And you compare Biden, even in his last few years with Obama, compared to now. And that is a different person. Just just the general appearance. Absolutely different. You're exactly right. All right. I've got a story here that I was uh, saving for this conversation, Doc. Uh, I want to get your thoughts. I want to get Katie's reaction to this. I want to get everybody's reaction to this. You want to know how I know Democrats are lying? Here's another. Here's another example. Here's another. <laughs> open their mouth. Yes. Here's another blatant example. One of the things that we have heard so much over the last several years. One of the big, passionate, righteous 
pushes that we've heard from the progressive left is about minimum wage. And specifically when it comes to fast food workers mm-hmm. and $20, you know, $15 minimum wage, $20 minimum wage for these these hardworking fast food people that need to, you know, raise their family with their fast food job. Okay. You care about these people so deeply that you need to get them this $20 minimum wage. This week, Gavin Newsom in California, California passed that law that it is the minimum wage now for fast food workers in California, $20. He waived that for Panera, for St. Louis Bread Company, because the guy in California who owns a whole bunch of Paneras is a major backer, one of the highest backers of Gavin Newsom politically over his career. So Newsom just passed an exemption for Panera. They made up this because they bake bread Mm. on location. Slime balls. They're not a fast food restaurant. So St. Louis Bread Company, Panera, is not a... We're supposed to... Oh, they're not a fast food. So they don't have to pay their workers $20. It is is so... They're not even hiding it anymore, Doc. It's not. They're not fighting for the people, the workers in the store and and making sure that they're making a living wage. They don't care because they wouldn't pass these. And there's been other exemptions passed for various companies in California that are near and dear to the governor's heart. But yeah, they just passed. They just passed this new law in California yeah. saying that Panera is not a fast food restaurant because they're one of their big owner. One of their big donors is a uh, uh, owns a bunch of Paneras in California. It is yeah, well, this, ridiculous. This is the same guy who keeps telling us how competent and uh, how successful Joe Biden is, and he's the greatest thing that ever walked the face of the planet. Um, look, corruption has so infiltrated almost all levels of the Democrat Party everywhere, that they don't even know it anymore. It's become a part of them. Sort of, they're pathological liars. They're pathological, corrupt, vile people who just cannot be honest. You know, I'm going to be emceeing the Boone County Lincoln Days today, and I was looking at some Abe Lincoln quotes, and I thought, you know, it would heed all politicians that want to really win the hearts and minds of voters to remember what Ben Frank, uh, what uh, Abe Lincoln said about who, uh, the guy he called his uncle Benjamin Ferguson in his eulogy. He said, in very truth, he was the noblest work of God, an honest man. And I think there's a yearning for that because of the very, the very likes of, of Gavin Newsom and Corrine Jean-Pierre and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And I mean, you know, we could spend the rest of the show listing because it would mean listing every Democrat in Congress, every Democrat mayor, every Democrat appointed or elected prosecutor, right? And and these guys don't they're just so flagrant about it. They just they just they laugh at us and do it anyway. And it's just um I think that's it's these it's these personal character traits that I think are going to be very important this cycle, which is why I hope that Republicans hope hold Republican candidates to a higher uh, standard, Uh, not the usual political standard, because both parties have in one way or another fallen down in their ethics and integrity, both in campaigning and in and in office. 
And I think now is the time for this country and its voters to demand that we be 180 degrees as far from the moon as from the sun from Gavin Newsom. There's no doubt about it. Dr. Tobler, I know we only have a few moments left, but I love St. Louis Bread Co. as much as the next person. Didn't weren't all of these Democrats that hated Trump so much, wasn't their big thing about Trump is that he always gave loopholes and he always gave the benefit of the doubt to these big companies and big corporations. He right. never worked for the small guy. He was always working to benefit the big corporations. And now we see something like this happen with Gavin Newsom. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, Trump, Trump is a populist at heart. Uh, he's not really a true conservative in a, you know, in the purest sense of the word. And that's not a criticism as much as it's just a, a an objective fact. But um, yeah, I think they tried to nail him on the fact that, you know, the, the dignitaries that came to, to D.C. were in his Trump hotel and he may have benefited from that indirectly. Um, you know, the corporation benefited. But I mean, look, he transformed Donald Trump, transformed the Republican Party from the party of big business to the party of the every every man and woman. Right. right. And and the people that work, um, you know, on the floor and bake the bread at Panera. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that that will come back to uh, it'll come back to haunt Gavin Newsom, because I think the, the 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 middle class and the people who aspire to be middle class realize that the Democrats, though they claim to give them favor, have done nothing but harm them. Nothing but harm them. Great stuff. Dr. Randy Tobler, who you can hear, of course, with us every Thursday afternoon. Also, the Randy Tobler Show every Saturday morning, 6 a.m. here on News Talk STL and every morning on The Eagle in Columbia, Missouri. Doc, as always, really appreciate your time. Have a great rest of your day, my friend. All right. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Take care. Katie, can you imagine being a person that like works the register at Panera and you just got... A twenty, you're making twenty dollars an hour minimum wage because you're a fast food worker, and now Gavin Newsom says, "Oh, you're not a fast food worker yeah, anymore." Yeah, that doesn't qualify. You're you. not a fast food worker anymore. Sorry, literally because, and they just made it up because they bake and sell bread. It's just insane. Just make up a reason why. I wonder if other places like McAllister's, if they even exist in California, if those got the same benefits. Do they bake bread at Subway? Oh, yeah. You would think that that would fall yeah, into... Yeah, Jimmy John's. You would think that that would fall into the category. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's a very specific reason why it only affects Panera. Mm-hmm. And this billionaire, literal billionaire, that owns like dozens of Paneras in California that's a huge donor to Gavin Newsom is the, the only reason that this happened. Pretty amazing. All right, it's uh, it's leap. It's it's the 29th of February. We haven't even Bonus talked about day. that. Yeah, I got a little fun. I got some fun facts for you, and uh, some other fun stories to wrap up the show. Uh, there's been enough. There's been enough madness for one day. Let's have a little fun next on Colombo and Katie. For podcasts, articles, and more, find us on NewstalkSTL.com. Welcome back to Colombo and Katie on 101.994.1 News Talk STL. I want to talk about uh, Leap Year a little bit. We haven't even mentioned that today is February 29th. Mm-hmm. Do you find that interesting at all? Do you care one bit? I love it. 
Do you know anybody? I ha- I know somebody whose birthday is February Do 29th, you? which is oh, pretty cool. Oh, man, I think that's so wicked. Yeah. I think it's so it's one of my cool. dad's buddies, so he's always like, I'm only 18 yeah. years old. <laughs> I just think, I love Leap Year. I think it's so much fun. I love the idea of having an extra day in the year. I don't know the psychology of it. I don't know why it happens. Oh, I'm going to explain that in oh, just cool. a second. I, yeah. I don't know why There's it happens. There's a very important reason that it happens. But I just think it's so fascinating and there's so many cool things that also land on leap years. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I don't know. I think it's cool. And there's also there's also times where we do leap seconds. What? In our calendar to keep everything in order. In order. Otherwise, it would just be pure chaos. I hmm. uh, wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, the Pet Health Center Animal Hospital in St. Peter's. For the first time since we moved into our new home in St. Peter's, we had the need for a vet. Molly was being a little weird the other day. And, you know, you can tell when your pet's behavior is not quite right right it was freaking out especially the kids it was really upsetting maggie that she seemed not to be herself and so uh yeah i had not we we, i had not uh uh, done the research and looked around our new area for a veterinarian office and we're in st peter's we found the pet health center animal hospital on uh, north st peter's parkway there in st peter's and they got us in. It was the end of the day. I was afraid that, oh, you know, it's late in the day and they're probably nobody, nobody's going to let me in. These guys were just great. They were wonderful with us. They were wonderful with Molly. Mm-hmm. They made everybody feel better. They made sure that she was okay. And I just not connected to them in any way whatsoever. But I just Molly. thought it was a great, it's a, yeah, it was a, a great experience at a local business so if you're in that area the st peter's area and you need a vet that you can trust at least from my experience the pet health center animal hospital on north st peter's parkway uh is is somebody that you can trust we we had a we had a great experience all right moving on to leap year so it takes the earth 365.24 days to orbit the sun which is 365 days, 5 hours, 48 minutes, and 56 seconds. Those extra hours create enough time to add an entire day every four years, which is why we do leap year. If we didn't, there would be about 25 days or almost an entire month every 100 years that we would be off in the... Whoa. Every hundred years, we'd be another month wrong. So eventually, that'd catch up. Eventually, Christmas would be in July. Yeah, whoa. When it would be winter time in the summertime. Yeah, because that's where nice. we would be. Yeah. So if we don't correct it with leap year every four years, the whole thing goes to pot. <laughs> <laughs> and there literally are leap seconds that, that are so put in at certain parts. So this is to just keep, keep it all. The calendar to keep the calendar right. To, so, because it doesn't it doesn't rotate the sun. It doesn't orbit the sun exactly three hundred sixty five days. It's three hundred sixty five days, five hours and forty eight minutes. So this that is, time adds up. This is silly. Maybe it's not so silly. But when did people discover leap year? Like when has it always been in existence on the calendar? No. Well, 
No, because there's been various calendars. There was like the Mayan calendar. Right. There was the Roman calendar. This calendar, I think, was made by the Catholic Church um, centuries ago. Could be. Don't don't quote me on that. But this is the best. This is the most accurate calendar in the history of mankind. That but it's still so not cool. perfect because of the. That's why they had to add in leap years and leap seconds. I just love <laughs> to keep that. it all. And to keep I, it all running. Like I just think about. I think about if my birthday was today, I would be going all in. If like I every four years I got to celebrate my birthday and it mm-hmm. was actually on my birthday, I would be going so hard. Oh my gosh. I think I just dream about that. Would you go a little less in the years between and save it up for one for big sure. one? For sure. I would like I would still celebrate uh, my birthday. I'm not sure I'm buying that. I would still celebrate my birthday. There is no doubt about it. But I'd you'd still do but it. you'd dial it back? I would be like, okay, on my like my thirty first birthday, I want to go out to eat. Fine, that's great. That's sure, wonderful. of course. But if it if I celebrated uh, on the twenty eighth, yeah, and then on the 29th, once every four years, I would be like, I'm renting out Great Skate. If you were, <laughs> I'm renting out Great Skate. We're going. We're, everybody, get your rollerblades. About we're going rollerblading. Great Skate. I'm renting it out for the night. <laughs> I'm renting out something. <laughs> a haul. So if you were born on February 29th, when would you celebrate your birthday? On the 28th or the 1st? The 28th. Yeah, because it's the same month. You got to stay in the month, right? But Quentin has a amazing argument against this. Yeah? He had a huge... He, he invictimated he thinks it. You should, uh, he, he thinks you should celebrate in, in March, March 1st. And his theory is, I am February 28th. That's what I think is correct. It's the same month. Mm-hmm. But he said that... If you are born February 29th at 9 a.m. and you celebrate February 28th, you are not technically you are not technically born then. Oh yeah. But if you, you were haven't... born you you weren't born. Yeah, you're 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 not technically that age March yet. But by March 1st, you are. And I'm like Quentin, that is the smartest thing. That, that is so is logical. Smart. And I get that, but I still say the 28th. My birthday is March 29th for some reason, and there's still a little part of me that has to think about it. For some reason, until I was like 12, I thought my birthday was the 28th. What? I don't know why. I have no reason to do that. But in my mind, for some reason, I always would think that my birthday was the 28th when it's always clearly been the 29th. (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) It's even happened a couple times where like, I remember like, I think it was on an insurance card once or in some kind of records once. That my birth that it they they had my birthday as the twenty eighth and I was like that is so weird why did you make that mistake too I think in a different timeline my you're birthday is the twenty eighth I was gonna say have you ever woken up on the twenty eighth and you're like hmm, nobody said happy birthday to me yet no but when I was like eight or nine I really would have probably if you would ask me what's your birthday I w- might have said the twenty eighth and like been able to pass a lie detector test because I really thought oh it. you were such a weird and then I had to think about it and be like no wait a minute it's the 29th not the twenty eighth yeah yeah and then it's like literally it popped such up a, a couple times on like official documents where it's been wrong that's crazy yeah I'm that's telling really you crazy. I think I think I was I think in a different timeline different dimension that one of those doctor strange dimensions mm-hmm. I was I was born on the 28th. This is a funny story. 
And if you're watching, this one's got a visual aid. You know, we always say there might be a little something extra for the people that watch the show every day on the News Talk STL Rumble page or the Facebook page or the News Talk STL Twitter page or on the Columbo and Katie YouTube channel. A mom has lost a disability case after she was on the news for winning a tree throwing competition. Oh, boy. <laughs> You ever seen the TV shows that like where they send like a private investigator, like somebody will be on claiming disability and they'll send like a private investigator to like catch them, like cutting their grass or like chopping down a tree. (laughs) Yeah. They didn't have to look that hard for this woman because she was on television. So silly. A woman in Ireland lost more than $800,000. Yeah. In an injury lawsuit stemming from a car crash after photos showed her launching a Christmas tree (laughs) during a post-holiday competition and winning the event. Oh my God, launching a Christmas tree. That is so funny. Camilla Grabska, I think is how you say it, 36 years old, sued an insurance company in in her country, uh, RSA Insurance, after a 2017 car crash she claimed caused her debilitating neck and back pain that prevented her from holding do- down a job for five years. The Irish Independent reported uh, Graspa is a mom of two from the town of Ennis in County Clare, Irish, uh, Ireland. Excuse me. Um, the car accident was a result of someone hitting her car from the rear. And she claimed that she could no longer work due to the severe pain. She won that case and she was making a lot of money. Oh, yeah. That has now been all taken away from her because she launched a Christmas tree. Because of that. Because she launched a Christmas tree. And she's launching. She's launching that thing, too. I mean, I. Is that a good on the camera? Is that framed up oh, there? Can perfect. people see it? Yeah, that's perfect. Look how humongous that Christmas tree is. Look at how much. Look at the, the height. Oomph. She must have been She's born. putting some. She must have been born and was like, you know what? Screw it. Screw it. Screw the money. I'm the competition involves people throwing five foot spruce trees as far as they're able. What did she throw? Did <laughs> it say? A five foot spruce tree. No, I mean, but oh. you know, like how, uh, what were the arts? That's a great question. She won. I mean, it, doesn't it had say. to be far. Yeah, it doesn't say. But she Golly. won the competition. That is so insane. When it, it was on television doing interviews. It also is just a reflection about people just be wanting money. Now, I'm not saying that there weren't things that she didn't hurt. I mean, she probably did have some hurt from the car sure. crash. But people just But she just can work. If, she, if, you can throw money. A, if you can throw a five-foot tree, you can work. If you entered a competition. You want to know what she said? When asked about it, like if you're in so much pain, why? Well, I do everything I can to try to live a normal life. Launching Christmas trees is part of that. She's a champion, so she does have that going for her. Oh my God, poor girl's got to get a job now. <laughs> She's got to get a job. That does it for us today, Colombo and Katie. We will be back tomorrow at two. In the meantime, cue it here for the O'Reilly Report next. The Tim Jones and Chris Arb show at four. Larry Connors at six, and the Rob Carter show at eight. Thank you so much for listening to us and supporting us here on 1019 and 941 News Talk STL.